Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's special edition of This Club Is My Club, part one, season review for the season 2022-23. And it is part one. This week's show will be covering off August to December and joining me for a little look back in time at what many people would describe as the first half of the season. It's a welcome to Mr. Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. How are you? Good evening. And also joining us this week, it's a welcome to Woodzo. Hello, Woodzo. Hello, 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 hello. Now, uh, we are going to be joined shortly as well by James Quinn, but he is running late. Uh, it's classic FC radio where one pundit just turns up halfway through the show. That's how it works. Um, but we'll start at the very beginning of this season. The first game was a Saturday at home in, I think it was sunny, probably was sunshine in August, as FC United took on Afferton Coles. FC could do with opening up the play here if they can. It's a little bit tight for the Butcher. Donahue there. Has he underdone it or overdone it? Well, it's an opportunity to go. Well, there was uh, a little bit of a mistake from the defenders there. For all intents and purposes, there was some good intricate work. FC looked like they should have brought the ball onto the left-hand side, but they carried it with a 1-2. It bobbled awkwardly. Donahue continued his movement. Goalkeeper came out. Slime mistake between him and the defender. Ball comes across and he won't score an easier goal, James. Donahue deserves a lot of credit there because I thought really the defender and the goalkeeper should have dealt with that, but Donahue just kept in there, got a foot in there, got the pass across and McCarthy slides it in. Just can't get past FC at the moment. On the edge of the penalty area, though, this is a good work opportunity. Oh, and a great goal, you've got to say. Aaron Smith there. It was good football. Four or five different uh, passes there. They were They worked hard. They, they, they stayed with control there and the ball on the edge of the area and uh, a cracking shot and uh, it beat uh, S United's Dan Lavacom. He went down to his right-hand side, hit the inside of the post. Fitzmartin crosses the ball. It's a good-looking cross. It's nodded in and Everton Colliery's take the lead. And I think that's Adam Rooney. It was a lovely cross. FC will be furious that they didn't defend it well. But he hung in the air, did Adam Rooney, and uh, just let it glance off his head. It was a good finish. And FC with work to do now, trailing two goals to one. A defeat there, Paul, in the opening game of the season. And this season is going to go down as one of those seasons where we started off with a team and finished with more or less a different team. The only three starters uh, who finished the season at Gainsborough, who started that game against Africa Coles, Dan Lavercombe, Curtis Jones... Michael Donoghue. Everything else was completely different, more or less. Yeah, we, we had 12 friendlies in, I make it, 36 days before the season started. And some new faces came in. Some lasted the trip, others didn't. And the likes of Murray, McCarthy, Anderton, Hall, all played in that first game. And I think it was noticeable from the beginning that there really wasn't a cohesion in the team in the first game. And it led to uh, our first defeat. We're going to mention this a lot in this part of the review, as well as the second part as well, I'm afraid. Saturday at home at Broadhurst Park. It's been one of those things. It's been it's been a bit of a love-hate relationship this season, may I say. Well, we didn't know that at the time, did we? It was just starting with a, with a poor defeat. Three o'clock Saturday, Broadhurst Park didn't exactly uh, meet eye to eye to eye. But away from home... 
all the way through this season, it has been much better for FC United. And that was very much the case in FC's second league game of the season, an away trip to Derbyshire to take on Belper Town. And it was a 4-1 win for FC. On the right side of the penalty area, Mieko plays the ball back to Ennis. Ennis shoots! Oh, into the top corner! What a finish, what a finish. Just on 85 minutes, Charlie Ennis there with a thunderous effort. And even if Belper's goalkeeper was a natural goalkeeper, he wouldn't have got his hands anywhere near that. 3-1 the score, Taylor moving forward down the right. Plays it back here to Linney. Linney to Taylor. Oh, good ball from Taylor to find Linney. Linney, he's going to have a go here, surely. Oh, <laughs> Linney drills it into the top corner on the far post. And it's now 4-1, 87 minutes played. And once again, Paul, I have to say, if that was a normal goalkeeper in goal, he'd struggle with that one. I think it's been pretty ruthless finishing in the last couple of minutes. Charlie Ennis uh, scoring uh, one of the goals of the season. I mean, Paul... Away from home, the record this season has been pretty good, to say the least. In fact, it's been one of the better seasons. Yeah, we racked up 11 wins, which is more than we've done for some years. And I mentioned Charlie Ennis there, Woodzo. I mean, that, that goal he scored, it's up there for, for goal of the season. Obviously, we're recording this uh, before the, the final vote. But Charlie Ennis, has, he's been captain this season and he's been doing plenty of heavy lifting, I'm, I'm going to suggest. This is the most appearances he's made in the season. I, th- I don't think he, he was anticipating playing this this amount of games at 33, but he has been putting the ball in the net on occasions as well. I mean, um, 11 goals scored this season for Charlie. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think he, I don't think he or, or Neil would have probably expected him to have started so many games, but we've seen with injuries and suspensions and players coming and going, like you say, he's, he's probably had to play more than he would have expected. And it, I mean, he's, he's, done, he's done well this season. I know uh, you were... Uh, Touted him as your one of your nominations for the end of season awards. But, I think uh, I think he's when you look at appearance wise, there's not many players who play 42 games this season, and you know he's been uh, a, a consistent performer. I think this year, so definitely one to consider. But moving on from Belper, another away win the following Saturday, a two-nil win at Whitby Town. Well, he puts a challenge in and. Uh... FC United with the ball now on the left-hand side. Here's Donoghue now. Donoghue plays it in front of Linney. Linney. Donoghue wins the ball back. Donoghue surely from here. Yes, he does. He scores. And that is FC United 2-0 up. Capitalising on the mistake there at the back. And Donoghue pounced. Scoring once again, Paul. 2-0. Well, I think it was Linney's turn there. Lost the ball. And the defender thought he was comfortable in his own box. But he was dispossessed by the quick feet of Donoghue who uh, drew the keeper on goal and uh, slotted it into the corner. 20 minutes played of the second half, 2-0. I mean, I, I, I think I mentioned it earlier on, uh, this, this half, the pressing, and the pressing has been from our forward players, for absolutely brilliant, and, you know, it, the chance what Linney created earlier on, when he hit the post, was due to pressing, and then that was great pressure between Donoghue and, and Linney, and a, and a fantastic finish. Regan Linney was beginning to show that he was going to have a strong season. The encouraging sign there was a clean sheet. And that was even with Griffiths getting himself sent off, which had consequences later down the line to come. But, um, yeah, it was a good win at Whitby. It was a good performance. Uh, we'd won two games out of three. And August was was beginning to look that it, may, it might turn out to be a fruitful month. It's not a bad ball, that. Here's an opportunity. Can he get a shot away? Oh, wonder save, and I mean a world-class save there 
from Thomas Stewart because that was an absolute wonder save and it would have been two apiece in the dying seconds of the game. But as it stands, it's Rackley. FC that come away with all three points. Back-to-back -back defeats, an away defeat at Bamber Bridge and uh, a home defeat to Radcliffe. And, and Woodsell, those two teams there I just read out, uh, Radcliffe and, and Bamber Bridge, as it transpired, those two teams would then go on to have good seasons. Um, so I mean, what, what can we read into those defeats there against Radcliffe and, and Bamber Bridge? Well, you're quite right. I mean, I'm going to extend what we're saying there to, the, to that include that Norwich game in terms of the perils for the end of the season, if you like, the ramifications, because I think we look at those three games, and certainly two out of those, I would suggest, despite, like you say, Radcliffe having a good season and finishing just outside the playoffs, I think a home game against Norwich and an away game on the bank called Monday against Radcliffe, I think we'd be looking for four points at the very, very, very minimum out of that. Bob Bridge maybe not necessarily looking at points, but certainly the other two. I think we should have had potentially two wins, but certainly a win and a draw in those two games. And, and that's disappointing, isn't it, Woodsell? Because as Paul was alluded to there, we, you know, the month of August, apart from the opening day defeat, was shaping up all right, but it was just, it had a bit of a sting in the tail. Obviously, patchy form heading into the FA Cup then uh, as FC United travelled, and it was a tricky game, this, at Winsham Park against Witten Albion, but substitute Max McCarthy arrived 88 minutes on the clock to score the winner. Forward to Jonathan Smith. Good chest down there by, by Smith. Mieko gets it to McCarthy. McCarthy, surely from here! Yay! Max McCarthy, the substitute. It opened up for him, but a great finish. Slots it past the goalkeeper, and with three minutes left of this game, FC United make it 1-0, Paul. There are people listening to this who must be thinking... How have we managed to goal out of this game? Because it's it's been a game devoid of... Well, I said at half-time... Anything like a goal. I said at half-time that the only way we're going to do this is by doing it in a professional manner, just getting the goal and going home. And that's Ooh. looks it looks like, with two minutes left, that might be what happens. It was a struggle at Wilson. I think that was our only shot on target in the whole 90 minutes. And uh, <laughs> I think at that point, I think the manager was, was beginning to, to question his squad and the quality within it, and whether some players he'd had in the friendlies were going to step up and actually put the performances in, in the real games. Following that win, a defeat at Hyde, but then a win against Matlock at home, and the arrival, we have to say, of Callum Gribbin. And we played a minute of the added four. So, free kick to be taken. Gribbin with the free kick. Two minutes of the added time left. Finally, floats it! Oh! Callum Gribben with an absolute peach! Top corner! Well, what a terrific strike. And we've talked about, we've talked about his potential. But he's actually delivered tonight in his short time as a sub. And Renau is absolutely delighted on the bench. What a time to come up with a free kick like that. What a perfect free kick. A fantastic goal there for, for Callum Gribbin in that game against Matlock. And that then takes us to tonight's surprise mystery guest. It's not a surprise. We mentioned him earlier. James Quinn joins us now partway through the show. Hello, James. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks, uh, Ben. Hello, everyone. And you, you arrived at the right time because we're talking there about Callum Gribbin's free kick. Callum Gribbin, when we talk about him, he was starting to find some form, wasn't he? And unfortunately, he, he picked up an injury partway through the season. But 
um, you know, that free kick there, it showed what Callum Gribbin was capable of. Yeah, and, and um, the, the real class to do it right at the death when it needed the perfect delivery and no one no one could have stopped that. And I think that the thing is with, with Callum is um, he's obviously extremely gifted footballer, but he does some beautiful things. You know, through, there's a through ball, I think, in one of the contenders for the goal of the season, which is just exquisite. Um, and you know that that when Matlock are a, are a difficult side, and that was um, was a sign of what this this team is capable of. You know, to get that win, um, Matlock of course ended up in the playoffs um, unsuccessfully ultimately. So that was a that was a good result. But um, it's a question which we'll come to throughout the conversation is a question of consistency. Was what FC didn't find enough uh, during the course of the season and. Uh, I think this month again showed that although it was it was a stronger month. Uh, after Matlock, we come to the FA Cup and and FC's uh, exit from from this season's competition. Um, it was tough opponents once again. This time, not a banana skin. Uh, we were the banana skin against National League Northside Curzon Ashton, and we almost almost took it to a replay. De Grushy, back to Gribbin. Can FC find a quality cross? Gribbin dribbles into the box. The right. Across, yeah, yeah, it's done. Rodwell Grant has three-two. Brilliant work, Gribbin. Good composure. Founder, Liddy, Liddy with the assist, and Rodwell Grant right in the position, right on the near post where you need a player to be, and volleyed it in from well point blank. Three-two. Great link-up play between Gribbin and uh, Linney to create that ball and then it got driven into that front post area where you had uh, Ronald Grant making the run across the keeper got his foot on it and crushed it into the net superb delivery they need to keep this momentum and this work rate up there all the time we might as well cover off the FA Trophy as well Paul while we're here uh, a, a disappointed defeat to Liversidge um, so when it comes to the cup competitions just never got going this year yeah, I think with the Curzon game, the axe fell after that one. I think that was the time when the manager decided that changes had to be made. And, and I think seven players departed, or at least were not selected again during the month of September. The trophy game, that was another big disappointment. We just struggled to score. And, and it was it was pretty clear that with, if Wigan Linney wasn't scoring, there were not enough goals coming from other departments at that stage of the season. But saying that, um, obviously we're knocked out of the, the FA Cup against Curzon Ashton. We followed that up, though, with a, a very good away win at Warrington Town. And, Paul, you mentioned the changes to the squad. Dan Lavercom uh, picked up an injury around this time. Will Stanway came in on loan from Chester and, and was superb. Uh, Jack DeGrucci had been making uh, substitute appearances heading into this game, but started against Warrington. Finlay Armstrong uh, joined us on loan, left back from Burnley. Will Russ joined us uh, from Fleetwood. Uh, Rodwell Grant was already part of the squad as well from, from Wigan. And uh, speaking of Will Russ, he was the all-important man in this fine performance at Cantilever Park. A 1-0 win against Warrington Town. Ross will pick it up. Will Ross, he's got uh, company, but he still has it. Ross by the corner flag, plays it back. Gribbin has it. Gribbin floats it in rather neatly, but it's met. Then uh, Linney, Linney trying to get on the end of it. Linney battling his way through. Left footed shot! And is it going in? It's Will Ross! And FC United take the lead! Nice cross from Gribbin, nodded across. 
And a great finish, Ross, and a decent substitution for FC. Number 14, Will Ross. Well, I think Lenny did some of the spade work for that one, certainly. And um, strangely enough, the ball, it looked like the ball stopped on the goal line, or very close to the goal line, and all Ross had to do was lunge in and poke it over the line. He won't get a simpler finish than that. A 1-0 win there against the team who, you know, at time of recording, are looking to go into the National League North next season with this playoff final on Bank Holiday Monday. That was a fine result, wasn't it? With with plenty of low knee signings. And speaking of that, that's that did come back to bite us in the end. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that game, along with a couple of other ones, are the epitome of, of the FC season that put us in front of a, a good side who are going to finish up top of the league and we'll take you on and probably beat you. Stan yeah. was brilliant in that game. He made some absolutely world-class saves and uh, probably, you know, won, won the game for us effectively alongside uh, Wilbur's goal. But it was a good steely performance that against a difficult team. Amos, the substitute for Warrington, plays it back. Stuart, oh, good ball through. Chance for, oh, great save, Stanway. From Buckley, Ricketts was through. And it was a point-blank save, and he, it was a decent effort from Buckley Ricketts. And uh, Stanway, with the first time he's been called upon to make a difficult save, and he, he was equal to it. Stanway, Amos slips as he tried to pressurise Stanway. And the ball uh, alights to Williams, who plays a great first-time ball. Buckley Ricketts, chance. Buckley Ricketts shoots now. Another fantastic save from Stanway. And Will Stanway making a name for himself here. And this is the uh, the enigma of FC. You know, sometimes I know the new players came in at that point, but it's sometimes the same lineup deliver a very different performance. And you and you mentioned Will Stanway. Um, he was influential in that victory, but he was influential in the next victory as well away at Liversidge with Regan Linney scoring a second half hat trick. Atkinson with the penalty saved. Saved well, by his legs by Stanway. Stanway, the saviour. He dived to the right but left enough of his foot there. And Atkinson tried to play it down the middle. And Armstrong does well to intercept there. Gribbin plays it back to Jones, who plays it forward to Ennis. Ennis out to the. It's a long ball for Linney. Linney, can Keep he get out. to it? Oh, he chips it beautifully. Oh, Into the goal. goal. It's a beautiful goal from Linney. I think he may have taken one for the team. But that's the all-important second goal. A superb long ball there. Linney gets on the end of it. 50-50 ball with a keeper. He went in bravely for it. Linney the man, as he's so often been. Long ball forward out to the left flank. One there by De Grouchy for FC. Gabbard on back to De Grouchy. No nonsense clearance. Linney will try and race onto it. Linney. Linney, press it down. Linney! Oh. It's 3-0. And FC United home and host. Beautiful long ball by De Grouchy. And it was perfectly placed. And Linney bounced over the head of Linney. Linney took it beautifully on his chest and made the finish there. Liversidge looking to salvage something, but uh, they can't make the ball stick now. And Jones plays it out of defence, plays it to the left. Armstrong with a long ball forward. Linney waits. Oh, it could fall for him. Linney with a shot. It's there! Logan Linney with a hat-trick! And it bounced, it came off the defender very tamely on the turn first time. And he had just a, the eye of a needle to put it past the keeper's left, which he did so. And FC United into a 4-0 lead 
And they've taken this game by the scruff of the neck after a slightly uncertain period midway through the second half and have run away with this. Then we had a one-all draw uh, against Marine. Um, it was starting to it was starting to see, you know, there was a bit of encouragement here with, with these low knee signings that are coming to, to bolster the squad. Um, and then that takes us to arguably one of the games of the season, Broadhurst Park, Tuesday night, 4th of October, FC United taking on South Shields. What a game. So here comes the uh, free kick. Oh, it's going to be... Oh, no, it's not. It's flicking around. It's gone in. FC, don't deal with it. He got a free header and then it bobbled around and it just... Paul South Shields just reacted better. Donahue from deep. Linney plays it back to Halls. Halls forward to Wallerton now. Wallerton, he's got a player snap against... Wallerton plays it blind a little bit but uh, FC can pressurise their men here Blair Adams with a good clearance there Halls nods it down for Donahue. Donahue now through the centre circle Donahue left footed ball Linney tries to control it now Linney Linney left footed Linney Regan Linney with a left footed shot into the corner it was a superb pass from Donahue and Linney controlled it once, controlled it twice and curved it just to the keeper's right, just inside the upright and FC have an equaliser pull which they deserve. If ever a team deserved a goal in the second half it's FC and if ever a team should have conceded in the second half it's South Shields because of the way they played and I'm sure the manager will not be happy. But let's give credit to FC now I've just hung in there that shows a lot of character there'll be a cue for the player of the match award from an FC perspective still football to be played here nearly two minutes plus any added time so what can happen FC have got to be keep it tight to the back they want to keep this point but of course they will look for uh, what would be an extraordinary uh, turnaround 1-1 we're in the 89th minute, but here comes Newton. And South Shields want this. Out to the right-hand side, Heaney. All this played back now. FC with a good shape, the cross comes in. Desai waits, but he's not going to get it. And uh, Stanway just calms it all down. Rolls it out to Jones. Donahue, space in front of him, halfway. FC smells something here. Donahue. Degrushi. Blair Adams plays it forward. And that's uh, played back there. But FC can win this. Grimmin pressurises. But they have it back now. A side now, South Shields. South Shields. Good pressure. Gribbin. Gribbin back to Linney. Finds himself on the right flank. Speculative ball forward. Having it back now. South Shields. Uh, up and under there towards the FC uh, penalty area. Asai now has it for South Shields in the centre circle is Martin Smith. Plays it for Newton here. Newton pursues it towards the corner flag. He's got Armstrong in attendance now. Newton plays it back now. Chance of a cross down for South Shields. Low cross in. And now Armstrong, when he clears a long, when he clear a long ball, he takes his time. And now South Shields have it back. South Shields bit between their teeth now trying to recover the lead Newton dangerously towards the penalty area Newton with a run Stanway with a save now it's Osai 
Blair Adams now. South Shields, long cross, nodded back in Newton. Great defending from Jones on the break now FC. A stirring end as we move into added time. Lenny wants it. Right hand side, Lenny takes it forward towards the box. He's got Wallerton on the overlap. Wallerton to cross it. Oh, a good piece of defending. Lenny will go back to get this. It's still in play. Regan Lenny now to the byline. Lenny twisting, turning. Cross coming in, but caught by Miles Bodie. I've not seen a board. We're in the 91st minute, Donahue. He's got it! Michael Donahue has sorely won it for FC United. Well, oh my goodness me! I've seen some dramatic ends here at Broadhurst Park. Gig Lane, Staley with Celtic and elsewhere over the years. But I cannot remember a fight back like this. And it has to be said that FC have earned this through hard work and graft. It was padded out by South Shields unconvincingly. And Donoghue has been so alive. That Saw the keeper off his line, took it with his left foot, his weaker foot, and found it perfectly into the top corner. That was class. We reckon before Ann Donoghue was man of the match, I think he definitely is after that. I think so. But uh, anyway. Here's the last change. And we've still got football to be played. I'm not. Well, we, I, I, don't, I didn't see a board. So we're in the dark here. It's uh, two and a half minutes of added time play, but about a, a minute or so of that has been um, taken up with a goal celebration, now a substitution. I think it's Will Ross who's making way. Might have been handy to have him at the back with his size if there's any last minute. Well, I think that's why he's bringing Palinkis on. <laughs> well, Will Ross has done well. Gamely run. So... Palinkas now to stand shoulder to shoulder with Andy Halls and Curtis Jones. And off we go now. South Shields hunt an equaliser. Yes, if you went out to make a cup of coffee, I'm not kidding. One of the great nights at Broadhurst Park here. No doubt about that. And those who made the trip have been rewarded beyond, uh, well, beyond measure. What can we say about Michael Donoghue? And what, and what can we say about the way that game ended against South Shields? Well, the first thing is that, um, you know, when these two teams meet, they both are teams that play fairly open football. There are spaces in the game. But South Shields probably thought they, they scored uh, just before the half hour and um, were in a measure of control, but FC just wouldn't give in. And um, Michael Donoghue, maybe he may be on his day the most talented player or the most all-round gifted player in FC, not just in terms of his gifts, but his... He's noused as well. And, and, and it's really been fascinating and encouraging to watch him develop when he takes this game by the scruff of the neck, which he did to some extent um, in, in, the, in the very final game of the season, of course, we'll come to much later, is that he, he shows skill. And he's also, he's not, he's not just a sort of um, twinkle toe player. He can, he can put his foot in. He's had nearly as many bookings. It's, it's quite surprisingly high up on the bookings uh, charts. Uh, Michael, which was a surprise to me, but not such a surprise to um, the coaching staff. But um, that was that was one of the great nights, one of those great FC nights, great Red Manchester nights, where eight, 88 minutes would have been glad of a point and a uh, great winner from Donoghue. And what a fantastic 
place to be <laughs> Broadhurst Park is. <laughs> yeah. Like that happens. I mean, to be fair, uh, we don't know who's going to win the goal of the season competition, but I'm imagining, well, both goals, Linny and, and Donny Hughes, are, are, are certainly in the top 10 goals this past season, that's for sure. One of the disappointments of the season was that I think he only played around about 50% of the league games. Mm. He was missed in, in, in a number of games when he wasn't playing. And another factor during that period of the season was uh, Griffiths was missing for seven games in a row because of his injury stroke suspension post-Warrington. And that caused its own problems. So, you know, when you start losing key players in numbers like we did, this is why some of the results weren't as good as they could have been. Yeah, and that's the disappointing thing in it, because I think I think we felt like we cracked it at this point. Um, but then, like you say, the, the injuries and suspension started to, to catch up with us. And what a night against South Shields on the Tuesday. Back to work with a FUD. Uh, against Liverpool in the FA Trophy, a game which we've already covered off. But on the substitutes bench that night was Michael Potts. And Michael Potts then started uh, on the midweek game uh, against Morpeth Town. And FC United putting in another brilliant performance, a 4-2 win against Morpeth at Broadhurst Park with a hat-trick for Will Russ. Potts gets the ball under control and then launches the ball forward. for Linney to chase onto and a mistake at the back there, but uh, Linney's having to go out to the corner flag on the right-hand side. Linney turns though, Ennis gives Linney the ball back. Ball breaks towards Ross. Ross still with the ball. Ross, he shoots. It's in. FC United retake the lead. And Andy Halls plays the ball long. Linney, he can't touch that defender. The referee said so. Bizarrely. Linney does well, though, this time. Linney. Linney, still with the ball. He's been pulled all over the place. Linney still with the ball. Plays it to Ross. Ross! Will Ross there. And all the work from Regan Linney. And SC United make it 3-1. A proper counter-attack, that Paul. Well, I think Regan Linney's made his response to uh, about being booked for nothing. He's just created a second goal for Ross and uh, very well taken. And now at 3-1, FC really do have a foot in the door to, to win this game. Stanway clears his lines. Linney there. Linney still with the ball, has to jump into his defender. Ross heads out to, to Gribbin. Gribbin now on the penalty area, into the penalty area. Gribbin on the edge of the box. Tries to feed it through. He does, he finds Ross, and Ross belts it. it. Pass Lawson. Lawson's not saving that one. And SC United make it 4-2. And we've got a mirror of the scoreline from three seasons ago. And Ross has his hat-trick. We've seen some brilliant Tuesday night games this year at Broaders Park. We have been a bit spoilt, I'm going to suggest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's all about. It is very, very strange that we can seem to turn it on a night game. I mean, it's usually the other way around. It's usually that's, that's the, well, you know, lads have been working during the day. The work seems to have, the day jobs have got them up for it. <laughs> and it's the, uh, the Saturday home games where they just stroll up at half past one. That's the problem. I mean, you know, that Morpeth game was a, was another good performance and Will rusted really well, scored a hat-trick. And then, unfortunately, I think, if I remember rightly, that's the last we see of him. Yeah, that's the downside of having lonely players. But you know what? What a performance mm. uh, in his in his final game. And again, obviously, we were beating the FA Trophy the previous Saturday, but we were doing well in the league here. Eh? And another win on the road on the following Saturday after that Morpeth win, up on T side, 
a 2-0 win at Mask United. Pops on the halfway line. It's a diagonal ball and uh, the goalkeeper's oh, out. He's, He's got a break to Kalea. Kalea shot <laughs> Kalea makes it 2-0 just on the hour mark here. And, well, the assist has to come from the pitch, doesn't it? I mean, everywhere you went there, there was, was bubbles there was everywhere. Bubbles it started everywhere. on the halfway with, with the, the, the mass player, poor clearance. It fell nice for us. He got a little bit six and sevens at the back. Give Regan a bit of credit again for the uh, pressure. But yeah. uh, I think the pitch sort of beat the defence there a little bit. Still a bit to do for Tavonga because he had to, had to get ball under control and finish it. And he, and he did well. And that's his first goal. That's his first goal for the club. Final whistle here at Mount Pleasant. And three more points for the United. It's been a, a very good week. The win against Morpeth put us top of the table. And we stayed there for four games, I think it was. Um, and the win at Mask was a complete contrast to the last time we went there where we were completely overpowered and, and outfought. And we actually stood up to them at Mask um, in difficult conditions on a difficult pitch and, and put a shift in. I think we worked very hard for that victory. Stanway, I think, was playing in that game and was outstanding. Then it's Tuesday night in West Yorkshire against Geisler and uh, a controversial end to this game. FC United were... We're in this encounter against Geisley, but uh, a quick free kick took the wind out of our sails a little bit. Gribbing through the middle. Oh, nearly finds Rodwell Grant, but cleared. And uh, Ennis wins it back. Gets it to Gribbin. Gribbin. Gribbin to Linnet. Oh, go back hill. Faxley's down. Rodwell Grant. There's your equaliser. FC United there getting an equaliser on 67 minutes. Peels Ross side, flag stays down, and uh, master stroke substitution at our time, Paul. Well, yeah, and the master stroke bringing Guy Hall on, I suppose, if you say that we scored as soon as he made the change. But that was a brilliant piece of uh, interplay that got Rodwell Grant in. And uh, for a guy that was on loan and then went back to his club and came back yesterday, that's, that's quite, an, quite an impact. That's a hush descends on the ground, and it comes headed clear there by Jones. Back out to Geisley. Walker's going to have to sprint to get this ball in play. He does. Walking out, goes down. Oh, I'm not too sure about that one. Here's a free kick and it's taken quickly. Daly crosses this ball in. A shot. Ch- oh, it hits Jones and goes past Stanway. And FC United are furious. But FC United conceded the free kick and guys were quick to it. And after that, it was all pretty unfortunate stuff, Paul. We just weren't quick enough. We were too slow to deal with a quickly taken free kick and we were all over the shop. Um, and following that defeat to Geisley, we had a one-all draw against Lancaster City, but Staley Bridge Celtic in the Manchester Premier Cup. This was a Saturday game at Broadhurst Park, admittedly not in the league, but still a good result, 4-1 in the end. Full-time here at Broadhurst Park and an enjoyable game of football. FC United winning by four goals to one through to the quarter-finals of the Frank Hanna Manchester Premier Cup where they'll take on Wivenshaw Town in the next round. It was a double-header with Staley Bridge on, on the Saturday. Uh, we, we picked up a, another victory um, and then a 2 all draw with Warrington Rylands. And at, at this point, Paul, I'm trying to remember back, but we were still competing here up at the, up at the top end of the, of the table. I think we were certainly in the top four still at that point. Um, the win at Staley Bridge was was a less convincing win, considering they lost their keeper to injury and a standing went in. The draw with Warrington at home 
again, it was a tale of what might have been in terms of uh, more drop points at Broadhurst when we, we really needed the win. Specifically, though, with the Rylands game, was the 2-0 two, two up, getting the second goal in the 84th minute, it's all wrapped up, and then uh, conceding two late goals, that was a real blow. Do you think, you know, if we can just get some momentum going, and, and you know, it's... It's it's why FC finished, you know, eighth rather than third or fourth, really, because moments like that, you know, in a league season, yeah. there are specific moments you look at. And I would say the last six minutes of that game was, uh, was was one of those you would look at. Lenny, he needs help in the ru- Lenny into the box, left-footed shot. Oh! Oh! Get in there! Oh, superb finish! Get in. He passed it into <laughs> the. Into the far corner to the keeper's right. And that is a little bit of class, the little bit of ingenuity that you need in a deadlock game like this, Royston. And little bit of technique over brute force and power. And that was the difference. As the ball is flicked forward, Linney flicks it on. On the turn. Oh, nice Go ball. On. Is it Linney again? FC United a give and go and again and Regan Liddy with a beautiful finish and this is threatening to be a perfect game for Neil Reynolds and his men and uh, Regan Liddy not for the first time the man to unpick the lock and just slide it past the more power this time Roy but great placement FC United 2 Warrington Rylands nil. he cut in there from the right wing spotted where the goalkeeper was but like you say I, I think the first goal might have been a practice run for this one ball is flicked forward Nothing on there's silly. the box Nothing FC silly. making a mess Leach Smith oh, goal dear. FC absolute making a hash of it on the edge of their own box and well I said a moment ago Rylands would think if we can get one back then it's a grandstand finish exactly what we've got never make it easy for themselves FC United but uh, not great defending there from FC. Good opportunism from Leach Smith. And the ball is up the other end now. Mm. Sean Cook. Oh, and a chance here. It's a cross. And, well, oh, oh. and the horse gets in the way and it spins almost into the goal. Lavacom parries it away for a corner. And the worm is turning here at Broadhurst Park as FC United cling on. Quickly taken. Corner ball into far post it goes. It's not in a cross. It's a chance. It's oh, on it. It's oh, two and FC United five. Sam Edgerton. Sam Edgerton. And that is a lesson in what can go wrong in football. FC United tune a lot, and now it's Ryland. We'll be thinking about three points maybe. But saying that, you can always rely on the Phoenix Trophy. And then that takes us to a phenomenal evening against KSK Beveren. I have to say, obviously, we've had the Phoenix Trophy final and we've had some great aways. But I think this is the night where the Phoenix Trophy suddenly took off at Broadhurst Park. It's a corner ball. It's actually the second corner of the evening. Crowd in good voice suddenly. Corner taken. And here's Linney now. Linney! Oh, well. Linney, Linney, Linney. What a finish to the back post there and uh, well the goalkeeper had no chance with that that's the kind of goal that Regan Lenny threatens on a match day often but uh, there he is scoring it a beautiful goal on 16 minutes Paul and that's his 20th of the season 
Linney infield to Rodwell Grant. It's a give and go. Linney gets it back. Here's Wallerton over the top to Linney. Oh, nearly cleared though. Here's Wallerton back on the ball. Back to Donahue. Donahue goes for goal from distance. Oh. And that, that is beautiful from Michael Donahue. Welcome back. What do you reckon? 25 yards? Easily. That was an absolutely stunning effort from Michael Donahue. Yeah, that ripped into the netting and uh, the poor keeper then, he, he didn't have a prayer, did he? And, uh, well, offside not given because Griffiths was playing everyone on and Vergawen goes for goal and that is a stunning finish from Vergawen and uh, appeals to offside but Griffiths was definitely playing Vergawen on and uh, just on the hour mark, Paul, Bedford have got a goal back. Well, it was a slide rule ball to beat the offside and Vergawen showed such composure there as he closed in on Lavercombe the chip was absolute perfection and poor Lavercombe as he backpedalled knew he had no hope whatsoever a brilliant three cracking goals Wallerton Wallerton can he find Griffiths he can Griffiths on the right side of the box crosses it to the back post and there on the back post is Gavidon and I think he deserves that goal the substitute he's had a good spell in this game he's created a couple of chances since coming off the bench and in stoppage time he scores FC United's fourth and Gabbard on there with a tap-in. But great build-up play from FC United as well. Yeah, good ball in by Griffiths. And, and Gabbard on, having hit the post earlier, was getting closer and closer. He drew a good save from the keeper as well. But that time, he was all alone at the far post to just knock the ball into the net. Obviously, getting off to a winning start in Group A of the Phoenix Trophy. We'll return to that competition in, the, in our second part uh, of our season review. But at this point, a defeat against Gainsborough Trinity at Broaders Park. Um, I mean, we mentioned that through ball from Callum Gribbin earlier, um, which was a phenomenal goal from, from Gabidon in the end. Um, but this this is where we, we hit a bit of a, a winter lull because we were then beaten by Wivishaw Town uh, in the Manchester Premier Cup and uh, beaten by Stafford Rangers away from home. It was just not a very good couple of weeks, this Woods, though, really. I mean, the Stafford Rangers game was 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 not very good at all for, from either side, if, in all fairness. But getting knocked out of the Manchester Premier Cup as well, that's disappointing. Admittedly, Wivishaw got to the final in the end, but it wasn't a good couple of weeks, this. Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, the, the, the Gainsborough game was quite a funny one because the general consensus of the people I travel to matches and go to sit with is that, that, that they were the best team we played. However, you put the game into context, we lost it 3-1 and they had three shots on target, scored all three. They were a very, very good side. Uh, they were very much a contrast to, to later in the season. Gainsborough were famous for their away performances and, and we saw why they were brilliant at counter-attacking. Yeah, I think I mean I think it was one of those dilemmas at the ball, didn't they? But we didn't do a great deal with it. And I think they were comfortable with that and happy to pick us off, like you say, on the counter attack. And they did really well. The winning shot game, it's Manchester Cup. It depends on your on your on your way of thinking. But it was not a very good performance that night. And similar to Stafford, and that's again, it's a typical FC game of this season. That if we go a goal down in it, which we did, it's very very difficult for us to break them down and get back into it. And that that, that Stafford game was was a perfect example of that. We just Puffed and puffed and blew no houses down. Uh, we're going to end uh, this first part of our review on an up note, and not just any old up note. A win on a Saturday at Broadhurst Park, a 2 0 win against Belper Town. Gavid on under pressure, out to the right side. Ennis now, Ennis to the byline, Ennis with a cross, far post, beats everyone. Donahue will pursue it. Donahue back to uh, 
Armstrong driving into the box. Armstrong can't find it. Armstrong! Oh. And, he, oh. and it's gone in! And Armstrong there, good driving run. He tried to find Linney, the ball came back to him. He shot it, and the uh, keeper, who in the eyes of Roy Sewell has not been the most convincing of custodians there, had a little bobble, couldn't hold it, and the ball crosses the line, and FC United take the lead here after 57 and a half minutes. Ending on a win there. I mean, this this first half of the season, it was a mixed bag, but it, it looked like we'd, we'd got the squad nailed down and I think this points deduction had already been announced at this point. I think that did factor into that November form as well. But we, we ended this part of the season on an up note with that 2-0 win against Belper. Yeah, I think at the end of the year we, we were looking at that and we thought, well, we've got the fullback position sorted out. I thought Wollerton and Armstrong were doing really well. I think that the, the question mark was whether whether we'd be able to keep our good loan players for long enough because of the nature of having loan players. Sometimes you don't know how long you've got them for. Wallerton or Degrushi, you could say at right back, but just focusing on that team who started against Belpertown, Lavacum in goal, Degrushi at right back, Armstrong at left back, Griffiths, Halls, Jones, Donahue, Potts, Linney, Ennis and Gabidon. Uh, obviously, what you could mention Wallerton, you could mention Gribbin. But that team there, James, that team would get you in the playoffs. If people stayed fit and uh, and so on, and I think uh, injuries would become an issue for the for the team. There's absolutely no question about that. And that, and I don't know what what you do about that. You know, it's whether you. Uh, I'm sure, sure the, the players look after themselves. We know, we know that they do. And sometimes it's just bad luck, as um, certainly happens as the season wears on, of course. But that you're absolutely correct. That team was a very competitive side. And we're going to end this show, this part one of our season review, um, with one goal in particular. Because uh, obviously we had a winter break, an enforced winter break due to the weather. Um, Joe Rodwell Grant, this this was a great way to, to head into Christmas against Bolton Wanderers. There's an opportunity for a shot for Messi halfway line. Oh my goodness me. <laughs> and what a great goal as well. Out of nothing, halfway line. And, uh, well, Joseph Rodwell Grant saw the goalkeeper off his line and thought, you know what, we used to have a man of mystery and now I'm replicating what he did and he's just scored from the halfway line. Well done, young man. Well done indeed. That, that was good, good vision and good realisation of the possibilities. When he got the ball, he knew exactly what he was going to do with it. Absolutely fantastic. He, you know, he's no fluke. He played for it. Uh, against his peers, you know, that, that's, his, that's his age group that he plays against on a regular basis. And he showed, you know, that he, he can't turn it on. It was, like you said, it was a fantastic finish. Well, what a way to end this part of our season review. Um, next up, we'll be discussing the games from Ashton United on Boxing Day right through to Gainsborough Trinity away at the end of the season. But a big thank you to Stato Paul for joining us for this part one of our season review of the 2022-23 season. Thank you, Paul. Cheers. And uh, just a reminder, me and Paul will be back next week uh, for a regular This Club Is My Club uh, featuring uh, the Argyle Plate Final for the women's team. So join us next week on North Manchester 106.6 FM for that one. Uh, Woodzo, we'll catch up again in a fortnight's time for part two of the season review. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. And James Quinn, big thank you as always, mate, for, for joining us on this season review. And uh, we'll be hearing from you again in a fortnight's time as well. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure. And to you, dear Lister, you have a lovely week. You take care. Bye-bye. This is FCUM Radio, a 
officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.